now entering a very sacred space. This is the Ascension, the Lift of God universe, the realest podcast in the galaxy. This is a new dimension where time shifts and boundaries end. And with that being said, all views, opinions, and statements uttered on this platform are the sole property of their speaker and do not represent the views of any related outside organization, entity, or party. Every man or woman in this universe speaks for his or herself, as it should be. Enjoy. This is the Ascension Podcast. It's episode 96. Thursday, July 20th, midnight, 19 minutes. The year of our Lord, 2023. Sound like a soldier? Thanks, long. Back. Episode 96. The Essential Podcast. Yes, sir. Back at it again. Back at it. Fresh out the land. On my way back. Yeah. Had a great experience. Yeah. Leaving cancer season. Mm-hmm. Dealing with the flood. And walking accordingly. What season are we going into? Going into Leo. Leo. Yeah, so leaving the flood of cancer. Going to the fire of Leo. And the uh, embellishment of ego. Mm. Your ego really emboldens since the new year. So Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good time. Uh-huh. Let's open up in prayer. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Most Merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of the worlds, the beneficent, the most merciful, and master of the day of judgment, thee alone do we serve, thee alone do we beseech for divine aid, guide us on the right path, the path upon whom thou hast bestowed favors, not upon whom thy wrath has been brought down, nor upon those who go astray. Amen. Amen. It's funny, every time, there have been multiple times when I've been in prayer, and I've said Amin in my prayer, and you've literally called me at that moment. <laughs> That's in tune. Yeah, it is in tune. Oh, and uh, so yeah, and uh, Timu has told me that your name, your Kemet Amin, is the the hidden one, the one who's behind all things. Mm. I'm like, that seems about you. Yeah. Just like, yeah, you're there. You're omnipotent, omnipresent, and you're you're there. I mean, no, you're there. So it's an appropriate name for you. I appreciate that. Yeah, your mom is like that too. Living <laughs> up to those attributes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the, it's the attribute. Mm. Attribute. Yeah. But, you know, this was that two weeks ago we went to go to the land? Mm hmm. Yeah. Two weeks, yeah. Yeah. That was quite the experience. And I'm definitely a changed person after. And uh, I no longer feel the need to always be doing stuff. And, uh, like compulsive behaviors I feel like are, are shedding away from me. That's now I feel like, you know, the podcast, my attitude before was like, I better be shooting every week militantly or, or else. Now I'm just like, if I feel like it, I want to do it. Yeah, when you got something to say. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, or when I feel like, when I just feel that vibe, it's like, okay, now it's time for me to, I mean, to have a lot of talk, mm. get together and have that conversation. So I've been more um, just on that just on that vibration of just feeling and going with the flow as opposed to forcing my hand. Right. Right. I think that, you know, you set that intention into the universe. Yeah. And you went out to the land and 
took a break and thought on what that intention meant, and now you're putting it into the action. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. I think that's what, you know, having moments of clarity are essential. Absolutely. And so that's one of my favorite reasons for whenever I'm able to leave the city. And, yeah. You know. And it was a moment of clarity. Yeah. It was also very hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it has been very hot since we left. Yeah. And um, it's uh, the heat, it humbles you. Mm-hmm. Right? But you can't really be doing too, 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 too much. Oh, we did a lot, though. We did a lot. We, we did a whole we lot. We hiked. We, we cut down some trees. We, we, you know, set up a base camp. Like, and we also took a solid nap in oh, the middle of the day. amazing. That nap. was one of the best nights I've ever took, man. I, I imagine a nap yeah. with a very warm breeze. And, you know, you don't have no choice but to just lay there and accept the breeze. Accept and just, the breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but after the whole trip, like, I'm, I'm sleeping better. I'm more, I'm more calm. I still got, you know, stuff to deal with, but I feel like, oh, no, we got it. We have a base camp. We, mm-hmm. we, see, we see the horizon. Things have lined up more. We saw the stars align that night. And um, Sleeping near a bunch of crystals that do that to you, though. Yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, we're sleeping on the crystals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That whole mountain was littered with stardust. Yeah, that's real. You know? Yep. Yeah, so, and also realizes, like, you know, we, we have visions for that land. We have mm-hmm. visions for each of our collective and individual lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're just getting started. Yeah. You know, so it also let me know is like, oh, we're in it for the long haul. It just makes me think about, like, all the divisions and all the, like, petty arguments that we have with, you know, all of our brothers and sisters that are of different faiths. Yeah. How insignificant they are when you think about the amount of work that we need to do. Oh, my God. It's like, yeah, it, like, you know, I keep we were talking about it on the last episode with uh, Erica Lachey. We we're talking about um, the best religion is mm-hmm. to treat others like you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And and why is that necessary? Right. Why is it necessary to have the religion of treating others like you? Why is it necessary to do that on a daily basis? Because that's what religion is. Mm-hmm. What it, you do is it, necessary because you, you in order to have unity, in order to to succeed in accomplishing a goal with unity you have to think of the other person as if they're you mm-hmm. and and give them the grace that you would want in situations that you you know find yourself lacking grace that's right and like i look at it like all of us want to see black people doing good that's right we are arguing about how to see black people doing good when we can just work towards the goal that's right so put down the the things that make us different. Put those away. Let's not talk about those. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the things that make us alike and things that we agree upon and let's work towards those goals. That's right. And we'll have the conversations about the things we disagree with after right. we've accomplished something. No, like work dissipates any BS, man. Yeah. Right, really. And I've learned that firsthand. It's like I'm ever since the trip, I've been busy. Mm-hmm. You've been busy. Mm-hmm. Just been knocking, trapping, setting up shutting up shop. Selling produce, selling fruit, working my job, and act like everything's about the land. Everything's about agriculture, based on all of our collective lives. And um, yeah, like I, 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 I don't have time to not. I, I'm so lost in the work. I don't really care about what anyone else is doing, yeah. or their belief systems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's very petty and insignificant yeah and it, but i what i don't also it, i wouldn't say insignificant right yeah it, it's 
it's not a concern of mine at all because it's it, that's your personal belief. You take that exactly, exactly. You know, and I have been more mindful of like people being more long-winded than they should talking. People talking too much. Mm. So I just have my patience be cut short because I'm just like my mind, my default mind goes to what are you actually doing though? <laughs> and in the conscious community, there's a lot of talking, yeah. a lot of talking, a whole, whole lot of talking. Well, I mean, there's, there's another way to look at that. Communication is the only way to have any good lasting relationship. That's true. So, you know, having the patience to deal with the talking is the only way we'll be able to see eye to eye on anything. I see. Let alone the things that we agree on. I see. You got to kind of let people talk sometimes. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know? No, you do, bro. And so for me, it's like I have the patience to deal with my people. And I understand that we all got some some mental illnesses because we're living in a world that don't make no sense. We we are all dreamers living in a world that is designed for workers. Mm-hmm. They don't want dreamers, so they grew us up in our in petri dishes and made us into workers. Mm-hmm. But we're dreamers. That's right. And I've I've just you know I'm not successful in the working world. But I know how to work because that's what I was trained but and raised to do. how are you not successful? You have a job and you work. Your that's, job. Not, that's not my measure of success. Then what's your measure of success? Success for me is like being able to do that and be happy with it. So you don't like your job? I like working. I understand. Because that's all I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know peace. I don't know having dreams and seeing them into fruition. I think I would enjoy that a lot more. You know, but you're doing both. You have a dream, and you're bringing it to fruition while you're also working. Well, yeah, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a perfectly made. Like I don't believe that we, we were put in this position by happenstance. No, I believe we put ourselves in this position because we needed something. That's right. And I believe that we're getting to the things that we need. Like the world being a better place is a dream of millions of years in the making. I don't believe it's just since we've had this enemy. I think this enemy is something that we crafted in order to put us in this fire to to forge us into what we need to be. It's fire, man. On you know fire. What I mean? And like the heat, it's funny, like you say that the fire, like this, this heat does feel oppressive. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's that. That is the pressure. But it's like the heat feels oppressive, but at the same time, it rids you of impurities. That's right. You know, it it stimulates growth. Like it has all these other attributes. And the attributes you choose to focus on are the ones that, you know are going to be the ones that are most paramount in your mind. But it's not like the other ones aren't still doing what they got to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it reminds me of like, uh, so like, you know, the rights of passage program I want to do and I want to build mm-hmm. a sweat lodge on the land because I want to teach this lesson in particular. I want to yeah. teach how being forged in the fire makes you, you know, into a new person. Like, you know, and a sweat lodge is an intense experience. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, you come in there, you thinking it's like a sauna and it's a sauna times 100. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I did it at 16, and I think that it it shaped the way my my brain worked, like wow. knowing that I was able to survive that. Okay. You so know? it's hotter than Asana. It's hotter than Asana. Oh, so it's it's hot. Like, Asana feels like, oh, I can't breathe. A sweat lodge feels like my bones have turned red the color the rocks are when they've been sitting in fire for hours. Okay. It's like that. It's intense. It's like that. But you 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 have to. It's mind over matter. That's right. And I mean, I'm honestly, I'm I'm I gotta. I'm supposed to be doing a sweat lodge with our friend, uh, the sister who went with us on the the uh, Ari Arifa. Uh yeah yeah. Um Talia, sister Talia. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Her name is Arifa on, on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Talia. I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, it is. I, I never asked her like what that means. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, Talia. Talia. Yeah. She um she's working out a situation with some people that do sweat lodge. Nice. Supposed to train me, and I'm like I'm scared of it because the last time I did it when I was 16 and. It, rocked my world it was uh-huh. an entirely <laughs> new experience for me it was five in the morning and it was like what torture are you putting me through mom that's a whole like, lot yeah that's a whole lot yeah but yeah. you know i'm also looking forward to facing that fear yeah because you know every time you face a fear you come out stronger on the that's other right. end yeah and training me into doing something that i'm afraid of means that i'll have to do it more often Exactly. And so, you know, eventually it will be something I master instead of something I'm afraid of. Exactly. And so, you know, I'm anxious for that experience as well. Anything worthwhile, you're always going to be afraid to confront it. Yeah. It's a a big deal. Confronting any one of your fears is, you know, an amazing experience. Yeah. So, yeah, sweat lodges do sound fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Is it good? Is it, um, you know where it's going to be? Uh, I think she said Wilmington, City of Wilmington, not too oh, far okay. from here. Oh, so around here. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be out like in the desert somewhere. Uh-uh. And she was saying, who the, would y'all, would, would I want y'all to come? I was like, oh, yeah, let's just bring the crew back That'd together. That'd be dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Duly noted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I probably, um, probably not next week because we got to land next week. But the yeah. week after that, maybe. Heard. Okay. When I get back from work. Yeah. So. Okay. Duly noted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a I'm a healthy level of scared for it because saunas to me are like they're they're hard, they're yeah. difficult. The saunas are not easy. For me. I don't I don't do saunas longer than like ten minutes. Yeah, it's difficult. Uh, like I'm I come out of here panting. Yeah, and just dealing with the heat. Even like right now, right now I'm pretty tired. I'm like I'm because I worked out today. I went running and I was outside, hanging out with my children, and it was a lot. Yeah, and we went on a hike. So now I'm just I'm good tired though. Once, you feel me? I so like you know when it when it talks about. Uh, in the, the, the book, um, The Code of the Samurai, when it talks about keeping death in mind. Yeah. Once I came to the I, I, the concept, like the Peter Pan concept that death would be like the ultimate adventure, most other fears kind of fade away. What's that got to do with Peter Pan? That was Peter Pan saying that like death would be the ultimate adventure. Like like he's not afraid of death because death would be the ultimate adventure. Oh, okay. So it's like for me, it's like I, that, I adapted that philosophy because I, I watched that movie after having read the book uh, Code of the Samurai one day. Oh, okay. And so for me, it's like, yeah. Like, you know, we, we're just these physical beings for a small period of time, but after that, we have an eternity as spiritual beings. That's right. That would be an amazing adventure. It's not something I'm supposed to be afraid of, so That's I'm right. not going to be afraid of it. No, no, sir. And if you can confront death, you can confront Anything. most other things Anything. in his life. That's right. You know? Anything. So I want to be able to put myself in a position that, you know, scares me. So that yeah. I can overcome that. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Something that tests my faith. Yeah. Tests my ability to like withstand, you know, extreme events, extreme yeah. situations. Do you remember um conversation with God, him talking about death? Somewhat. Yeah. No, just about how death isn't stopping. It's just another the continuance. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, that's really all it is. That is yeah. what it is. So it's like just embracing that and, uh, but also not allowing that to give you the inclination to take your body for granted, like this body. For sure. And that's one thing about the teaching that I appreciate is like we, we treat this body if it's our only body. Yeah. So because we only get one time to be here physically. That's right. You know, as, as this, as, as this specifically, as this. like this is the only time that this experience that we've come here to learn will get its chance to, you know, do what it's gonna do. That's right. And so we got to make the best out of that. That's right. 
and use all of the, the stimuli and experiences we had growing up in order to fashion what it is that our purpose is and, That's right. you know, and, and give that to the world as a gift. That's right. And uh, I think maybe it's not fear of death, but there are times that I have like, am I really supposed to, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing in this body this time around? Am I? I mean, you never know. Yeah. All you can do is what you're doing, right? That's right. And, and, and if you feel like you're supposed to be doing more, do more. I feel you. You know? I feel you. Are you tired of being in a pandemic with no access to a black grocer? Are you prepared to live in a world where you need vaccine proof to buy food? This is where we come to the rescue. Hi, I'm Adam X, owner and operator of OGMFG.com, Southern California's premier black bulk food distributor and mobile nursery, now shipping nationally. We are your source for the bulk navy beans, lentils, and rice we should all have safely stored in our homes in this hour. We are also, hands down, the home of the best bean pie the West Coast has to offer. Family owned and operated out of Los Angeles since 2018, we are your answer to where is my black grocery store. With a strong connection with Southern California black farmers, we are prepared to serve you nationally. That's OGMFG.com, which stands for Original Manufacturing. Why? Because we're building the future. OGMFG.com, your source for black bulk foods. Yeah. But you're, you're your own limitation. Oh, that's real. That's real. I think this week, you know, post-land and then just the developments of business, it's like I feel it finally, I felt at peace on Sunday. And uh, we went to the the Hot Water Cornbread Festival. Mm, okay. And, uh, oh, How yeah. was that? Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. It was dope. Okay. It was like, oh, you did Black Market Flea. So Black yeah. Market, yeah, it was like Black Market Flea, but it's just more, more, more black. Okay. And more like less, it was more hood. Okay. So it was dope and more ratchet. Okay. So they had a uh, twerking competition. Didn't see it, but so uh, our people were there. Our people were there, <laughs> and they showing up. It, they were showing out, and it was more like I didn't even see anyone that wasn't our people. It was more. Um, it was more just like for us than mm-hmm. the last one, and the actual vibe was dope. It was a southern vibe, and it actually felt like a southern. It was a southern vibe. Yeah. They had like uh, drummers from. I had like a New Orleans drum circle vibe. Not a drum circle. Whatever the. What do they do in New Orleans where they're doing drums I don't know but they had that um, that's awesome I thought it was dope bro it was right. dope it was like I, I'm trying to create those types it was of dope, environments bro. it was dope like yeah. I it, I thought it was like I knew it was gonna be ratchet but like the ratchetry didn't buy I was just like that's our people bro yeah. it's our people it don't have to be ratchet but yeah. you know, if it is okay oh, whatever I mean we gonna twerk um, we ignorant we, and I'm not mad at it and so for me to you know look down on them because they got ignorance is to say that I don't got ignorance yeah exactly man and I even <laughs> My attitude towards it, like I, beforehand, I was kind of like judgmental, but I'm like, you know, when I was there, I was like, oh, okay, we, we're going to do our thing, man, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. But the vibe was dope, man. It was absolutely dope. It, it, and, and having spaces where we're free yeah. to be ourselves, even in ignorance, is still mm. elevating us a degree. Absolutely. Yeah. And also be clear that we were there, you know, amidst the quote unquote ignorance, selling fruit, yeah. juices, and healthy fruit and healthy food. Mm-hmm. We had salad. It was great. So I actually we were providing a service to community, um, and the that's, fact that that's needed, it's needed, and it was amidst the sea of barbecue and other toxic foods. So I felt I felt valuable, mm-hmm. and I say after after that event, I was on my feet the entire day, didn't even take a break all day, never got tired the entire day. Um, even that night, I was I felt 
relaxed and resolved, but I wasn't like dead tired. Um, and that shows you, I think it's moments like that when you know you're on the right path. Mm -hmm. And I've discovered like my thing is, and you've seen me do it, it's like I'm just, I'm good at setting the, setting the stage, you know, setting the stage, putting the piece in place, calling, knowing who to call and the right resources to have y'all come and flow in the stage, like this podcast. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm like, cool. All right, I got to get X, Y, and Z. All right, just come through. And then I, I, as long as I just stay consistent with that and stay in my pocket, mm -hmm. then more people come in. People come, then we're able to grow and develop and build that pyramid of success, man. And yeah. Now we're just starting to see it. You know, and it took time to build the foundation, but now it's not just me walking to it. It's people that all have been involved with me for years that are like, okay, oh, I see what's happening. And even Timu was like, after I set up shop on Sunday, he was like, okay, I see what you're doing now, bro. <laughs> he wasn't hating. He was just like, man, what are we really doing though? Because mm. we went from selling plants to pushing Allensworth to selling plants, not really pushing fruit and doing Allensworth. So he was kind of like, not hating, but just like, What's up, bro? Like, what's happening? On Sunday, he went from that to like, oh, okay, I see you. I see it now. You know what I mean? Being being a, a an oasis in the middle of a desert. Exactly. You know. Exactly. So, what what I'm realizing is, okay, well, we've we've got this system down. How do we, you know, what are the steps by which we take to bridge it to the next level, so that way, all of us can be living in this realities. Mm -hmm. the land you know these businesses that we developed you know yeah and also being realistic it's not going to be tomorrow no no one is quitting their job tomorrow nor should either of us quit our job no but also starting to think I and mean, that's where i'm at now is like okay what's an appropriate timeline what's a goal we should set to where like we we have enough we have enough uh support and capital and community support to be like okay we we're going to set up shop here this is your job you can make this amount of money there we go. I continuously throw arbitrary numbers out there, two years, five years. But I understand in the back of my mind that until I hit the start line, I can't determine the finish line. Absolutely. And so all of what I'm doing right now is just I'm buying shoes and, and putting on the correct, you know, uniform to run the race. Mm -hmm. But I'm not at the start line uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Like, you haven't started the race yet? No, this is just me. This is just the conceptual part of the race. This is me no, understanding right. that there is a race no, you're right. and, and understanding that I got to stretch, Yeah, you know, all the details, Yeah, you know, like I got to get the little number and put it on the no, back I of my, see. you know, it's like when Farrakhan realized he had to rebuild the nation. Yeah. No, for real. No, that's, that's yeah. where I'm at. That's where we're all at. It's like, I need to go, I got to start oh. going door to door and, and talking to people in their basements. I got to do that. <laughs> that's where, that's where we are right now. You know? And it's like, are we willing to put ourselves through that, through that process? It's not easy. All no. of us have that. All of, like you said, they called it the mountain. Uh, to me, I don't have a choice. Uh, to me, I understand that the life I'm living right now is unsustainable. Understand. Um, I, I, Allah put me in a position where I work a job that is probably one of the best jobs that I could get with my level of expertise. I feel you. Yeah. In the field that I'm in. Yeah. You know, unless I became like a celebrity chef or something yeah, crazy, yeah. like uh -huh. something that's completely outside of the norm. This is this is like top level of chefdom, yeah. right? For just a working class chef. I feel you. And I watch people work this job 40, 50 years, wow. you know, uh, leave here at 65, 70. They've retired out and they live two, three years, five years. And that's it. Wow. They spent their entire lives 
killing themselves working this job. Yeah. To retire to a couple years. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, you know, Allah blessed me to see that. Because that was yeah. my, my plan was I just get a good job and retire there. Like, I, and you know, I didn't have a, a vision or a, or a goal or a dream for my future. Yeah. Now it's like everything I want is it has it has to do with me having my own land. Yeah. You know, it has to do with cultivating not just my land, not just the land that we have right now, but like these places where black people can be free to be ourselves and experience exponentially what that looks like. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I got to first, I got to create the model. That's right. You know, I got to create what that looks like. There's going to be failures. I haven't had a failure yet. No. There's going to be ups and downs and all that kind of, like, I got to have all of that. All of it. Because this is what I, this is what, this is what I was put here for. Yeah. You know, it, nobody else has this vision. No, so it's, it's, it's on me. Absolutely. And I know it's powerful because I felt it on the mountain. We were just doing our ceremony. It's like, oh no, this this vision's real. It's mm -hmm. gonna happen. But there's also a lot of energy that don't want this vision to happen, bro. Yeah, there's a lot. And I, that, you know, that's for a lot of handle. Mm -hmm. You know, absolutely. I'm, I just gotta keep my head going in this direction. Absolutely. Opposition's gonna fly by me in another direction, going 100 miles an hour, like a bull. <laughs> I got the little red. Hey, hey, hey man. No, I, I always, I, when I feel like the smoke, I always think of that that image I have of him. It's like, oh, no. Who's in really control? It's like, okay, say you were just a big, angry bull, but like, I'm the matador. Yeah. On the way, I get God if I let you get me. Yeah. No, so we just keep, right? Yeah. And we just keep it pushing. Keep it pushing. Keep it pushing, man. Um. Yeah, and... And as we as we, you know, roll down this hill, we'll amass the the moss and all the things that we need to, exactly. to make it happen. But you know, it's just about putting one foot in front of the one other. One foot in front of the other, man. And it's it's on us. Yeah. Yeah, I had a dream that Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, I could say this dream. It just I was um I was responsible for, you know, moss functions and uh you know, there weren't enough, there weren't enough soldiers for me to find. Mm. So, because the, the ranks had been flattened out, people left. And, uh, you know, it, it made me, it made me rise to the responsibility is that it's time to really step into leadership. Because mm. you never know what, what's going to happen. Yeah. With the, like, this is, this is a voluntary army. Absolutely. So you see a job that needs to be done. That means it's your job. That's right. So, you know, whatever it is that we got to do, we just got to do it. Mm-hmm. We got. We can't be sitting around complaining about what needs to be done. Exactly. You know, there are. You know, there are. It's very easy to get in any environment, organization, to complain about what's not there. Oh yeah. And most people are not going to step up. Based on my experience, they're not going to step up and actually fill that void. The reason why the devil is so successful at what he do, does is because he fills the void. Yeah. He sees what people are disappointed in, and gives them a convenient way out. Yep. He's like, oh, you hungry? McDonald's, and it's fast. It's fast. It's easy. It's, and it's going to be consistent. It's going to be the same every time you come here. You're lonely. You're horny. Pornography, bro. Yeah. It's real. They got something for every That's situation, right. every complaint they got an answer for. That's right. So, I mean, you can either allow the devil to, to control your life and have you wrapped around his finger with every aspect of your life or do it for yourself. That's right. You know, and yeah. I serve God, so I'm here to do for self. That's right. 
Yeah. I don't need the devil for nothing. No. And it's funny. Like, doing it for self, I automatically assumed to mean when I first joined is I got to quit everything and just earn income by me and I have to have my own job. You know? I'm doing it for self is mental first. That's right, man. That's right. And I've been, like, alleviated of that burden of thinking I just got to quit quit everything I got going on just to go do do something that's not planned out. <laughs> I think it's, it's yeah. like, it's, I heard, um, who was it? It was uh, 19 Keys was explaining how, you know, if you're working at a job, it's not about not, not, it's not about necessarily working for someone. It's about understanding the perspective that they work for you. Yeah. Your job is your job is only there to to invest mm-hmm. in what it is that you want to do with your life. That's right. You know, and when you're ready to fire your boss or fire your job, you do that. That's right. Because you only need them for so long. You should not be depending on them for the rest of your life. Like that's not how that that's that's not a, a any measure of success. Like, yes, sir. That's just your life in pause. If you're just if you're working these jobs and you're spending all your money on fast food and, and clothing and you know stuff that's not gonna help you transition to doing what you what it is you really want to do, then you're wasting your life. That's right. And that's that's the, the goal of the society is to get us to waste our life. Absolutely. It's like they want us to be viable for a good couple decades and then they want us to not be of any type of value whatsoever because once we get a little bit of wisdom we can actually make changes in the world and they don't want the world to change they do not no we are the batteries for their world yeah so they treat us accordingly yeah yeah i look at the 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 dream of a of a you know a rothschild or a rockefeller or a dupont is people only aging to the age of about 25 30 Uh and then dying out yeah I can see that. You know, that's when we're most viable for working for physical labor. That's his nation of workers. Yeah. You know, as soon as we start getting our 30s, that's when you start getting the ability to see, the ability to think, you know, mm-hmm. the ability to, to actually improve upon your life. That's right. They don't want that. They don't need that. They just need you spending stuff that, spending your money on stuff that's not going to help be valuable to you, you know, fast fashion and, you know. Yeah, I would think that I'd say the 30s is like really the last this jump off point for actually getting making the moves to get your life to where you actually want it to be. Yeah. And I feel that pressure too. A lot's like, hey, bro, TikTok, man, like you're 35. Like, if you want to be the God body and king that you say you are, you got to make the move, put the things in place now or it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like everyone else you, you talk about, about all talk. Yeah. So I've been feeling, been feeling it's a lot provides pressure to get you to move somewhere. You know, and the progression could be like opening you up to Satan's spoke to let you know, like, hey, bro, you're not doing what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. So I did feel the lifting of the smoke on Sunday when I was in pocket. Imani has hit store. I was running and he was running Lamert. I was running a festival. And uh, there was just like that, you know, the system was in place and we were working it, bro. And everyone, we were trapping in two places. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, just making sure my whole life eventually gets to the point where I feel like I'm in flow at all places. And I do, I can tell you right now, when I'm working with FOI, it's different. Yeah. It hits different. Everyone should own real estate. Now you can. But I'm not here to sell you a course or tell you it's easy. The truth is you may not have the time or resources to start by yourself. But the good news is you don't have to. We have an entire team that does all the heavy lifting. We buy and find the properties. We find and manage the tenants. 
All you do is invest and collect passive income. You can start now, today. Go to oasis.build and see what we're doing with our portfolio and how you can start building generational wealth now. I agree. His manual came on. Okay. He came on Sunday for work a little bit. We were working together. It was just, it felt beyond natural. <laughs> Your manual's very professional. He's professional, bro. And uh, I appreciate that. I just, I appreciate anyone that takes their job seriously mm -hmm. and is willing to trash anybody that performs at the highest level. Mm hmm I don't respect you if you have a job and you complain about it and you don't and then you don't do a good job. Yeah. That's not respectable. No. No. That's all, that's the other part of a uh code of the samurai where they talk about keeping death in mind. It's like when you keep death in mind, you do everything to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, half ass nothing cuz you know that you could be gone tomorrow and what are you leaving behind? A legacy of, you know, half ass like you keep death in mind and you 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 treat everything like it's valuable and That's everybody right. like they're valuable and important. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm 39, so that pressure you're talking about, I'm feeling it. Feel good. Yeah. Good. I was right around the corner from 40. I'm like, 40 is action time. It's action time. Yeah. Right? 39 is the last year I got to keep the plan in mind. No, nah, that's real, bro. 40, that's I'm real. in a fire. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it gets real at 40. Yeah. But the, what do you say? Like, you're not a real man till you're 60? Something like that. Yeah. You're, not even a, you're not even an adult till you're 75. Like, yeah. You know, most of us dying at 60. Like, what the hell? No, nah, we're not really. Yeah. No, we're not. Most of, Based on that metric, most of us are not even reaching, especially black men. Yeah. I, I never reached adulthood because we've been cared by by an enemy. Yeah, and if you allow an enemy to take care of you, then you're gonna die like a tree. You're gonna die like you're gonna die accordingly. Mm -hmm. And I see my environment, like older men, in my environment. I'm like, okay, well, you made your choices, or you didn't make certain choices, and now you got to read the repercussions of that. Yeah, because Satan's plan is to literally wipe you out. You know, in the less dramatic way possible, so that no one calls attention to it. But he's he's trying to kill us. Mm -hmm. Able-bodied black men, American-born specifically, because of who we are. It's coming for us, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm not even mad at him. That's his job. Not at all. His job is to 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 sharpen us, to fashion us into yeah. the best possible versions that we could be. That's right. You know, like we're our his job is to help us realize what the brown germ is and be completely dissatisfied with it. That's right. And, and you know, until we realize what that is and and understand that that weakness that I was watching. Um, uh, the, the, it was a interview with Tupac Shakur's father, mm -hmm. and it just helped me. It, it, it was talk. He was talking about his experiences in the Black Panther Party mm -hmm. and how it fell apart, and how COINTELPRO Pro was allowed to infiltrate them, and how you know he didn't. I don't think he connected all the dots as far as you know the the smoking and the drinking and the the women and womanizing or all of those things were part of what made them susceptible to mm. COINTEL Pro, you know? And it's like, our people are perpetually in this situation because we're a bunch of children. Yeah. We haven't, we, they, we haven't been allowed to reach maturity. And so, you know, I'm, I'm in my mind, it's like, I need to create spaces where not only can we reach the level, the age of maturity because we're healthy uh -huh. and fit, but we're able to pass that knowledge and inf information down to somebody else that That's can right. use it, which is the youth. That's right. You know, I think uh, I don't know who says this, but I hear it all the time. It's like they say old men for war. I mean, old men for counsel, young men for war. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, if the war is a spiritual war, 
we got to have young men who are spiritual giants. That's right. You know, young men who who whose morality is impeccable. That's right. And how do we create that if they're also born in sin and shaped in iniquity? Yep. I, I, we need to create spaces where they can not be born in sin and shaped in iniquity. That's right. Children that are not children of the slave master. No, man. Have them in spaces and then develop infrastructure to where they don't got to engage with the slave master, man. Yeah. Or if they can, if they need to engage with him, they can engage with him wisely knowing who he is. Yeah. You know, yeah. not not in question of who he is yeah. and, and lusting after what it is he offers, you know? So it's, this has got to be on our terms, man. It has to We be. have to set those standards, right? Right. And that's what I see us doing is like giving men the ability to stand firm on those standards and not feel, be ashamed of who they are. Yeah. You know? So, and I do think that's, I'm really starting to like see like the purpose of original manufacturing and I'm like, we built a God, bro. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, from the ground up. Exactly. <laughs> no, for real. It hit me today. I had like a vision of like a commercial for the, for the actual work for the company. And I'm like, oh, wow. It's big. Mm-hmm. Like just given that, because that's what allows us to actually rise up into God is mm-hmm. actually having the, the infrastructure to build our men into God. Yeah. And then being able to operate collectively as the mind, the mind and body of God. All my dreams now yeah. are dreams of being on the land and creating enterprise. Like I just like I'll have random yeah. random daydreams of like the bean bean soup factory where it's just somebody <laughs> in the bean soup room cooking yeah. up bean soup and canning bean soup like all day long and just stockpiles of bean soup as far as you can see. Amen. And people buying them, so somebody's over here shipping them up, boxing right. them up, and sending them out. So we got everybody in the nation of Islam got they can beans stored hey, up. You know what I mean? Giving out too much game, but I feel you. We already, <laughs> I'm, I'm here to give out game. I understand. To be honest with you, I feel you. I, I don't. I'm not planning on creating this infrastructure on the land and keeping it. That's right. I'm planning on creating this infrastructure on the land and duplicating it throughout the nation of Islam. Okay. I don't like. I'm not doing it for profit. No. I'm doing it to build a nation. To build a nation. You know, to me, the money is is gonna come. It's irrelevant. It's gonna it's gonna come, bro. That's just it's that's gonna, just it's, what's it's necessary product. to make the things that's that right. I need to happen. But you know. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, and then one of the conversations we have is like necessary necessity to build, to can soup, man. Yeah. So I haven't forgotten that. No. Just like once we jump into an an actual facility, it's it's on and popping, bro. I mean, it's on and popping right and, now. And can can let's be honest, can soup is is very simple to do. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have a bunch of seasonings. It's just the beans, right? It's easy. You know, so anybody can do it and should be, but mm. nobody has. So if somebody else was to beat me to, to something that needs to be done, fine, do, too long. do it. I'm going to still it. do it. Yeah. Because guess what? We're going to still need beans on the land. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all the other things that I got planned on on building, like yeah, man. we need our own, you know, products. We need our own soaps, our own toothpaste. All of it. And we can grow all the things that need to be put into those things. That's right. So that we can say that we're, you know, a functioning society of people. That's right. So, like, you know, my, my plans are huge. Yeah. So what? You know, I'm a dreamer, and I'm going to yeah, keep exactly. dreaming. That's your, that's your job. Yeah. You have to do, keep dreaming. If I stop dreaming, I don't have no purpose no more. Yeah. And it's like, there's, um, and it's my job just to take that dream and just, all right, cool. We could take this piece down right now. Yeah. How are we going to do this specific piece? Every single dream I got is just one step, you know, one foot in front of the other. That's it. And it's just a matter of, okay, that's the dream. That's A. Or that's that's Z. 
I'm here. I'm at A. That's right. Let's get to the Z. Let's get to Z. Yeah, and most of the most of the dreams I have are intertwining anyway. So it's like as I'm getting to the Z for this dream, I didn't already knocked out all the way to M for the next one. Yeah, it's real. You know, it's real, man. And yeah. even this this idea that I have for for um, a festival I want to throw. You know, mm-hmm. like on my way to, to to creating the festival idea, it's like I'm gonna create, you know, places. Where we can have other events. Yeah, I'm gonna create the concept of you know beautifying this area so that it's hospitable to other people anyway. That's right. So yeah, the the, the vision is is massive, and yeah, it might take me two to three years, but in the process of that, you know, we working. That's right. And and, and everything else that we need to happen is falling in place. That's right. So I'm not worried about you know. People not being able to see the vision because they wasn't given the vision. That's right. It's not theirs. It's not theirs. Everything that's for you will be yours. That's right. And we all have, we all have those visions. Yeah. We all do. And and even if somebody was to steal a vision that I have, respectfully, they can't do it like I would think it. Uh huh. It wouldn't be the same vision. That's right. It'd be similar. So, do it. Let's see if I do it better. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it is not personal. Not at all. No. And on that note, like I um. Yeah, I uh Yeah, I gotta shut it down, bro. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> okay. I see you over there yawning. Yeah, I'm tired. In a, like in a good way. Yeah. And especially talking about dreams. It's like I am ready to have some. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I am not afraid to say that I am ready to knock off and you know, go explore that realm yeah. given where we are. Yeah. And given that we're in the heat of the summer. Yeah, and just like let it simmer, and uh, yeah, not feel not feel the need because what what has drawn on is like I I'm always like okay, well we always do an episode an hour and forty five minutes, so I'm like I no longer feel that need to just keep doing that. Like I'm just like, no, it's we're gonna do what's necessary to get a point across. Bro, we come on here when we got something to say. Exactly, we ain't got nothing else to say. That's it. That's it, man. I yeah. feel it. That's it. So, um, you can close that, man. Okay. Yeah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Malik yawmadin Yaakana abudu Wa yaakana istain Iqdina sirata al-mustaqim Sirata al-dina namte alahim Kelo magdubi alahim Maratalim Ola We beseech your help and ask your mercy We believe in you and trust in you for all that we need We are helpers in your cause And with your apostle Please grant to us success Thank you Allah and we cannot thank you enough I mean, I mean. Thank you for listening to the Ascension, the Lift of God podcast. If you like this episode or are just a fan or longtime listener of the show, please like, subscribe, and leave comments for the show on Apple Podcasts or any other major podcast platform. This will give this podcast the clout it deserves and will ensure that the raw, unadulterated content will keep flowing. Peace.